Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which we love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, a very powerful story coming from Fraser, Michigan, where a public safety officer is being commended for his quick, brave actions in rescuing an elderly woman from a burning vehicle. Officer Cameron Reaper pulled a woman from the driver's seat of a GMC Sierra around 10 p.m. over the weekend as the vehicle was fully engulfed in flames and it lodged a ditch. Officer Reaper said that he didn't think twice about it. He said, the way we look at it, it is part of our job. It was a life or death situation. If I knew that I wasn't able to pull her out of the vehicle immediately, I knew the chance would be she would burn to death. My instincts kicked in right away. He said he believes that his fire training as a public safety officer as opposed to a police officer, even also helped him realize the perilous nature of the situation. He said both of those roles really had me well-suited for this situation. He said he believes any first responder would have done the exact same thing. Frazier's Safety Department Detective uh, Ben Hope said it was heroic. That's exactly what you want your officers to do. He is always out there hustling, but this time... He truly saved a life. What a great story and how powerful to see our law enforcement in action, helping this elderly woman and being there just in the nick of time. Well, we are talking about this stunning decision that just came down a little bit ago from the Supreme Court in the state of Colorado, disqualifying President Trump from being on the 2024 presidential ballot. What an overreach and what a measure of election interference. No doubt this is going to go to the U.S. Supreme Court, because how can you kick the leading candidate on the GOP side, who is now the leading candidate against his challenger, the current president of the United States? Uh, This is just outrageous less than a year before the election and on the grounds that they say it's tied to January 6th. This, to me, is all politics and shameful display of judicial overreach. And just a few seconds ago, uh, we actually saw Chris Christie come in. Now, listen, this is interesting. Chris Christie, of course, has been the nemesis of President Trump on the campaign trail. Every debate, every time you go in a debate, it's like, I hate Trump, I hate Trump, I hate Trump. He has been the first one to take a swipe at President Trump, and yet, A little bit ago, while Chris Christie, who's still running for president on the campaign trail, trailing far behind President Trump, 
He came to the president's defense on this because he said this is an overreach of justice. Chris Christie, who couldn't can't wait to swipe at Trump, is now coming to his defense. The GOP is clearly rallying around President Trump because this is such a blatant overreach. Take a listen. Here is Chris Christie just a few minutes ago. I, I think you'd have to be convicted of insurrection or rebellion, not just accused of it. Uh, and so I don't think it does it. Um, okay, can we play this out? Yeah. If convicted, because this has been used against two convicted uh, people from the insurrection, both in, I think it's New Mexico and West Virginia, and they have been removed from lower offices, though, because of this. Would that hold for a convicted Trump? If- sure, sure, would if he were convicted of it. But the problem is, even in the January 6th federal case, he hasn't been charged with insurrection or rebellion. That's right. So there's not going to be a verdict against him on that. And and, and I think on a, a, at a bigger way, I think it would be bad for the country for him to be removed from the ballot on what would be seen by a lot of people as a legal technicality. I think the much better way to go about it is to beat him. I don't think he has any business being president of the United States again. And I think we have to defeat him at the ballot box because you see the way he was when he was defeated at the ballot box. He wouldn't accept it. Can you imagine if a judge or a group of judges kicked him off the ballot? Um, it would it would cause such tumult in this country that I would much rather have him defeated in an election. That is GOP presidential candidate and probably one of the biggest outspoken nemesis of Donald Trump. And yet he says this is an overreach. This is not appropriate. And boy, this to me is blatant election interference by the Colorado Supreme Court. Well, joining us now here on the Rita Cosby Show is someone who is a member of the Trump legal team, also a great constitutional attorney, one of the best ones out there, Jesse Banal. Uh, Jesse, first of all, uh, your reaction tonight to the stunning news uh, that Colorado is taking upon itself to kick the president, President Trump, off the 2024 presidential ballot. This is shocking to me. Your thoughts? Well, Rita, you know, the real victim here tonight um, is not so much President Trump because the Supreme Court is is going to correct this. The real victim here is the rule of law in America. Um, you have four blatantly political jurists um, who are really uh, political actors who decided to you know, put on their black robes and do politics instead of doing justice tonight. Um, they knew that the facts showed that, you know, Donald Trump did nothing more than encourage people to peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard. They knew that the law very clearly shows that just simply, you know, <laughs> I hate to, to uh, um, follow uh, Chris Christie on this. But the law, you know, it simply doesn't allow you to kick somebody off the ballot for an accusation that due process doesn't allow that. But they didn't care because they wanted to score political points. And I think they know the Supreme Court's going to to reverse them. But these are elected politicians in black robes, and they think it's going to help them politically. It's absolutely disgusting. What's your reaction that they actually did this, Jesse Benal? Because, you know, there have been a number of these uh, assumptions that some states might try to do this. And it, it's interesting, Jesse, because when the rumors sort of first came out, oh, well, they're going to try to kick them off for the 14th Amendment months ago, or even it seems like a year or two ago, there were like rumblings of it. Everybody thought, oh, that's just yeah. crazy. Uh, now that someone has actually done it, um, it, it's actually kind of, it's surreal to me. I feel like I've been using this 
description, Jesse, tonight on the show since it's broke, that I yeah. feel like I'm living in a banana republic. This is not the American system of justice. No, it's not the American system of, of justice. We're supposed to live under the rule of law, not the rule of man. And when you take and you use the judicial system to go and try to beat a candidate for president in the courtroom instead of the ballot box, then you have sacrificed the rule of law. Um, and it's, I mean, the, the good thing is, like I said, I'm, I'm confident this won't stand. You have uh, a number of, of examples um, where, uh, in, here in, in recent years, where you have these left-wing um, uh, states and, and even left-wing jurists, people that might politically be left-wing, that have said uh, no time and time again to this outrageous and just ridiculous theory um, that you can use uh, the 14th Amendment to take Donald Trump off the ballot. And uh, rather than, than go with every other state that is considered this issue, like I say, many of them, you know, more left-leaning, uh, the Colorado uh, Supreme Court decided to go with politics instead of the law. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you believe also that there may be now other states that will try to jump on board? Because as you talked about, a number of them have said that they wanted to do the same thing. Are you worried that maybe some others may try to do the next step? Yeah, there's certainly going to be other states and probably some other activists, uh, judges in other states that are that would love to do that. The issue is, is they've is the Colorado Supreme Court has now teed this up for the Supreme Court in such a way that it, it, the Supreme Court, who has done everything it could, quite frankly, to, uh, I think, avoid ruling on a lot of these issues, almost has no choice now but to take this issue up because you have a split of authority um, between all these different states and they cannot allow there to be this, uh, you know, it's a violation of the 14th Amendment in Colorado. It's not a violation of the 14th Amendment in, you know, 49 other states. So um, it's it's going to uh, to require um, the Supreme Court to, to intervene. And so if other states try to do it, I, I think they're going to be, you know, cut off at the knees by, a Supreme Court decision that, I mean, quite frankly, I think a lot of people have been saying today, and I agree, it, it could be a nine-zero decision, um, and uh, you know, or or maybe it, you know, something pretty close to, to nine-zero. I think it's going to be an overwhelming decision that says this is not the the proper role of the of the judiciary. Now, how long could it be uh, that it could take to get to the Supreme Court? And I would assume, in the meantime, they would certainly request an injunction or a stay. Um, how long could it be till the highest court in the land takes this case? You would imagine they'd uh, do it expeditiously, right? Yeah, Rita. Um, so uh, there was a, a little bit of an unusual um, uh, part of this order where the Supreme Court of Colorado, actually, they did stay their own order. Um, and they uh, they said that it, it won't take effect, I think, until January 4th um, for any further appeals. And that specifically means an appeal to the United States Supreme Court. So I think that you're going to see um, a, a, a petition, emergency petition filed in the Supreme Court. And um, there's something there's a, a method that you can 
uh, go to and file what's called an application uh, with the Supreme Court to ask them to stay it while they consider it. Um, and I think the Supreme Court will do that, and I think they'll probably expedite uh, consideration uh, unless they, just, they just, you know, there's always a possibility they'll reject it out of hand. Um, I think more likely they will expedite consideration. They'll have quick oral arguments um, and uh, in a decision that will, will probably be um, a lot quicker than the Supreme Court normally acts. Yeah. So what are we looking at if, it, if it's um, within that time frame? Are we talking about it in the spring or give us sort of a sense, Jesse? Do you have any ballpark of how this could happen if if immediately, obviously, uh, you know, the Trump team comes back, says, OK, uh, we want to, you know, get a stay. Obviously, it looks like Colorado expected it because they didn't put it into effect right away. So they gave a little bit of time there. But how long yeah. how, how fast could it happen? Is there sort of a ballpark? of how soon the Supreme Court probably could hear this if everything goes as you expect? Uh, well, some people might remember that yeah, about two years ago, the Supreme Court expedited some um, uh, some COVID-related uh, uh, vaccine mandate cases, and they heard them uh, almost immediately uh, and had a decision, you know, probably within, I think it was within a week or two. Um, so that shows you just how fast in some cases the Supreme Court can act. Um, and, you know, at the same time, what they could do is they could just they could grant a stay and and, you know, take their time at that point. Uh, but being that this order is specifically about the primary election in Colorado, which I believe is March, um, then it's I think you're going to see it move, move relatively fast. Um, and uh, and so the uh, uh, the Supreme Court, I, I think, will, um, uh, you know, not not waste much time once it's brought to them um, by the uh, by the, the Trump campaign. Um, and uh, uh, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me if, if we have a decision in this case by the end of January. Yeah, that's soon. Uh, but you're right, because this really is a constitutional crisis, too. I mean, and, and you would think that this is ripe for the highest court in the land. Uh, Jesse Benal, um, also, the Trump campaign put out a statement a little bit ago uh, and they said here they say they have lost faith in the failed Biden presidency um, and they, uh, meaning Colorado mm-hmm. and the Democrats there, are now doing everything they can to stop the American voters from throwing them out of yeah. office next November. Your thoughts, um, Jesse, as as a Trump attorney and someone who knows the president on other cases, mm-hmm. um, and uh, this moment is really incredible. Um, because if you look at in the polls right now, he is leading in all the polls, not just the GOP polls, but the overall election polls. He's killing Biden. I mean, Biden's got historic lows. Is there any doubt in your mind that this is all about politics? And do you believe that that's what's driving this sort of here? Let's try something else. Let's try something else. Oh, it's 100 percent about politics. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think they've, they're kind of saying the quiet part out loud now. Um, you see uh, both the, these justices that have shown that this is an effort uh, to get uh, Donald Trump off the ballot. You see Jack Smith um, in the uh, really unparalleled move of asking the United States Supreme Court to fast track a criminal case so he can actually so he can uh, uh affect a presidential election. Um, I think what these people um, really don't understand is the American people and the American voter. If there's one thing that is going to motivate the American people more than anything else, it's to tell them they can't do something or they can't vote for someone. That is going to absolutely galvanize the American people um, and in such a way that they 
you know, will we'll climb over, uh, you know, broken glass and hot coals in order to get to the ballot box to vote for Donald Trump once you have these bureaucrats and left-wing jurists that are telling them that they can't do it. Um, you know, it's, it's never been a wise move to tell the American people what they can't do. Yeah, that is true. And I think in many ways, just as you're saying, Jesse Benal, that uh, this is more uh, more than anything, I think, solidified him. Uh, I think they may have just uh, Colorado may have just given President Trump the presidency um, because people are going, this is crazy. This is so over the top. Um, And meantime, we hear, you know, Biden saying, oh, you know, Trump's a threat to democracy. What just happened tonight is a threat to democracy. Is a threat yes. to the Republic. Jesse, by the way, too, I'm just looking up here. The presidential primary uh, GOP is going to be held March 5th, 2024. Yes. So, yeah, they have to act quick. Uh, and that's right in the throes, of course, the all the presidential contests. This is an unbelievable moment. Um, Jesse Benal, we love you. We appreciate you being on the show, my friend. Rita, thanks so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much. Uh, Trump attorney and great constitutional attorney, Jesse Benal, joining us here. Thank you so much. And when we come back, everybody, we are going to take your calls. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. 